Hey, this is Sharon Srivatsa. Welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of what I call the productivity dilemma. The number one thing that entrepreneurs, business owners, top salespeople, high achievers struggle with is to separate being distracted from being focused. And there is a reason for that because we are getting hammered with the number of things that are being thrown at us every single day with technology, devices, responsibilities, and more things we need to do and want to create. But at the same time, we know that the focus is only the thing that's going to move us forward. So how do we balance the two? I've had this conversation with so many entrepreneurs, and I want to give you the answer. I want to give you the method. I want to give you the system. I want to give you the step-by-step, three-step process that will help you dominate and never have to deal with this dilemma ever again. I break this down all for you, starting right now. One thing is for certain. Just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to, how to grow your business, how to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. Today, I'm going to break down what I call the productivity dilemma. The dilemma is that we think we should be doing something, but we're doing something else. And that's the dilemma. And we don't know how to get ourselves out of it. And there is a reason for that. And I want to break down all the pieces of this puzzle for you. This is going to be an ultra tactical episode. I'm not going to go into too much structure, but I'm going to give you the pieces of the puzzle and the answer so you can utilize this right away because there's nothing more irritating than actually spending time listening to a two-hour episode on productivity, right? So I want to give you this fast and quick because I think that if you learn this one idea, it'll change your life immediately. So let's talk about the productivity dilemma. And here's what I mean. Most high achievers, if you're an entrepreneur, uh, business owner, coach, consultant, super powerful salesperson, you're probably in the mode of constantly generating opportunities. So you probably are feeling distracted. So every time you sit down at your computer or you sit down and you have 20 minutes, you feel like you have a lot to do, but uh, don't have enough time to do it. Now, interestingly, it's not just a lot to do. As soon as you do one project, there's something else that happens with that. So for example, you start to write an email. And then while you're writing that email, you think about three other emails you need to write. You start to uh, take a five-minute break on social media. And then as you watch some videos on social media, you realize that you should be doing those videos. And so you start uh, incessantly saving those videos or sending them to people. Or you start typing on direct messages with somebody and they give you an idea and that idea goes to an email. That email goes to a video. That video goes to um, you having to research something. That research goes into a blog. That blog goes into a Medium article. That Medium article gets you irritated that you're not doing a lot. And then you get a text message from your family and you're like, oh crap, I just wasted 45 minutes. Because we feel like, we are distracted, and we know that distraction is never the answer, that we have to stay focused. So the number one thing is you have to agree that we all are in this massive zone of distraction, and we need to find productivity inside the zone of distraction, which is totally okay. But you have to admit that the distraction is a normal part of our lives, and from now going forward, you're only going to get more distracted as opposed to less distracted. We're getting more social media platforms. We're getting more access to our devices. We're getting more email. We're getting more Facebook posts. We're getting more voicemail. We're getting more text messages. Heck, the text messages just need to stop. 
right? Because everyone's even even everyone's normal voicemail right now is um hi, this is Sharon Truvats. I'm not available right now, but if you need to reach me, just send me a text. Right? They've cleaned up everything to make it text message centric. So now if you got something that you need to act on, you got to take the text message and then wait till you get to your computer and then read the document and now rebook a calendar invite. Like it is really difficult. If you're with me on this one, I, I really hope you're nodding your head because we are trying to find focused time in the midst of distraction. So number one, accept that distraction is the name of the game and it is not going to change for the years to come. In fact, the more successful you become, the more you're going to be uh, thrown into the depths of more and more opportunities that you can't really handle. So that's number one. But here's number two, which is everybody wants to stay focused. They're like, oh, you know, I'm going to create a one-hour block where I just focus on this one project. I'm going to create a one-hour block where I focus on this one idea. I'm going to um, go to the gym and like turn off my phone and actually work out. And we all know how many times have you been on the treadmill of the gym and I actually see this guy running. He's running. He's looking at his phone. He actually stops, splits his legs so he's not on the belt anymore. And he sits there on his phone typing messages. Like this happens all the time. So we want focus. Right. But we know the more time we get focused, the more opportunities we will be able to move forward because we know that where our focus goes, our energy flows. And the more focus time we have, the more we can create. It's 100 percent. So that is number two in our agreement. The number two agreement is that we know that focused time allows us to move the ball forward to get a lot more things done. Right. That's number two. Now, here's the problem. We are distracted and we agree that we're going to be distracted. Number two, we agree that we need more focus. That is the dilemma. There is no way around it. So I want to give you a way around it because I've been thinking a lot about this one thing. So here's the way around it. The way around it is not to let one or the other completely take over your life. If you stay completely distracted, then you will feel forever uh, underaccomplished. If you stay completely focused, you will always be in FOMO and you'll feel like you're missing out and then you will feel overwhelmed. So what is the answer? The answer is number three. The answer is not to stay distracted or stay focused, it's to stay planned. And I want to give you a formula for what I utilize that has been working for me for the last many years that I want to transfer to you. In fact, the reason I'm sharing this with you right now is because uh, several of the top salespersons and teams that we work with at Real, several of the top um, entrepreneurs and, and founders that we've invested in all talk to me about the same thing, which is, this dilemma, and I want to solve it for you. So here is the planned approach. Here's how I plan something. Whenever I'm planning something, I recognize two things. Number one, that I'm going to get distracted, and distraction is actually a way to be semi-productive. And number two, I have to stay focused. So what do I do? Whatever time block I have, whatever time block I have, say I have 90 minutes uh, available to me, whatever, instead of having the distraction take over the 90 minutes or instead of having the focus take over the 90 minutes and then feeling FOMO, what I tell myself is very simple. I spend the, I start with distraction and I finish with focus. Say it again. I start with distraction and I finish with focus. There's one more piece, but I'll tell you again. I start with distraction and I finish with focus, meaning I, I allocate one third of my time to being in productivity, being distracted. So I set a timer and I use it. I, I have a little timer device, like a kitchen timer. I also use my phone sometimes when I'm on the road. I set a timer. If I have 90 minutes, I set a timer for 30 minutes where I'm completely, I give myself permission, planned permission to be distracted. I'm okay being distracted. 
I want to be distracted because I may write an email and then I might check a Facebook post, then I might look at a YouTube uh, video, then I might write an article, then I might actually text a few people, then I might look at uh, travel for a couple of days. I might want to do my expenses, but I don't actually want to do that. I might DM a few people. It's okay because I know that I'm going to daisy chain from idea to idea, from activity to activity. I know that I'm going to move around and it's okay because I'm giving myself permission to be distracted for a small amount of time, which is one third of the time I have allocated. The other two-thirds of the time, I know that as soon as that one-third the timer goes off, I know that I'm jumping into focus mode. So I tell myself right away, hey, for the first 30 minutes, I'm okay doing just catching up on email, catching up on text messages, uh, managing my to-do list, watching a video that someone sent me. I'm okay doing all of that. But as soon as, as soon as that timer goes off, I'm going into focus mode to do this one thing, whatever that one thing is. But when I go into focus mode, I go into airplane mode. When I go into focus mode, I cut off all distractions. When I go into focus mode, a lot of times, I actually will put my iPad on um, on airplane mode or I'll put my computer, I'll turn off all internet and I'll just sit there and write or build or what have you, right? So I give myself a little focus, focus time to do a certain project, completely uh, turning off all notifications. And so this way I plan two things. I plan to be distracted. So I start distracted, but I finish focused and that's worked really, really well for me. But here's what I've learned over the years. Over the years that I've learned from a practitioner's perspective that this is not enough. Now, let me pause and show you one thing. This is the reason why you you want to take advice from someone that is actually doing it. Now, I'm not telling you to listen to me. I'm telling you how I'm doing it so that you have the ability to see if this would work for you or not. Most people, there's a lot of talking head gurus in the world who just pontificate on the idea of building a business or think about the idea of selling things or uh, uh Elaborate on ideas of sending email when they've never sent one or think about lead generation and marketing when they have not done any or think about focus and productivity when they don't have that many things going on. And I will tell you that I only I feel I feel like a, uh, you know, a wolf in sheepskin if I'm doing that. And so I only talk about things that I do because my beliefs and my activities and my focus and my operations are the ones that you can learn from because I know it in a deep operational level. So I just want to share it with you. So we talked about this, right? Which is the third most important piece. Number one, I said, start distracted. So you give 30 minutes to distraction. Number two, I said, finish focus. So you give some time to being fin finishing focus. But the third is, I want to call, I call it capturing chaos, capturing chaos. And the issue is that either when you're distracted or when you're focused, you always are going to have thoughts. The, the entrepreneur, the high achiever, the, the coach, the consultant, the tops performing salesperson, always has thoughts about opportunity. And while I'm writing an email, I'm like, oh, shoot, I need to, you know, I need to get a new garage door opener. Oh, I should probably replace the battery in my Tesla. Oh, I, you know, I need to find a new speaker for the 5 a.m. club because I'm taking a red eye tomorrow, right? Whatever that may be, um, I have things that are, I have chaos constantly happening while I'm doing something. And I need to, I can't tell my brain to stop because my brain is making connections and, uh, constantly, right? So this idea of capturing chaos is super important when you want to be productive because you need to have universal capture in some way. You've got to find a way to capture the chaos so that it doesn't interrupt what you have agreed and planned to do. So if I've agreed and planned to stay distracted, I'm agreed and planned to stay distracted. If I agree and plan to stay focused, I've agreed and plan to stay focused. But my chaos is not going to ever change, so I need to find a way to capture chaos. I'm going to show you four ways in which how you capture chaos. I do all of these in, in some way, but I'll tell you my favorite ones. All that capturing chaos does is while you're working on one activity, if another thought comes to mind, you just capture it right away. You don't have to do it. You have to come up with the 
mental fortitude and the discipline to not do that thing because you have planned to not do that thing. And the only way you can actually do that is if you capture it, because that way you know you can go look at it later. And you've captured it and you won't forget that thought. So capturing chaos is super important. Here's how I do it. So I'll give you four ways. Way number one is I use an app called Todoist. That's just my personal way of capturing my ideas. I call it my universal capture to-do, you know, kind of to-do list management system. And once something goes into my to-do list, it's good. Todoist, it's good. Because uh, I know that I check it every day. Uh, I use it for prioritization. I Whatever thing I need to do, I put it in there. So it's it's very clean. And I just have to, I can manage priorities and dates and all of that. So I use a little keyboard shortcut keystroke uh, very quickly that I can capture an idea. So I don't have to like click on a button, go to the app, uh, open a new capture, open a new idea. Click. I don't, I don't have to do that. You want to make sure that your idea capture happens very fast and very seamlessly. Because if you can't do it fast in a context switching way, it'll get very, you'll get very resentful. So number one, I use a quick content switch, context switching app, which works really well. Number two, I, uh, I all, a lot of times also, even these days, I'll take a note like my Apple notes and I, you know, I call it my running doc. I literally have this one note sitting on the right hand corner of my screen. And anytime I have an idea, I just switch to that. I write the note. I come right back. I switch to that. I write the note. I come right. I always know it's just one note and it's always in my notes. And it's just this running notes that I have because I'm way faster on the keyboard than anything else. So I can switch back, switch back. Even if I'm on a zoom call, I have an idea. I can switch back quickly. Uh, write a note, go right back. I can if I copy. If I, if I'm uh, copy or screenshotting something and copy paste it right there. So the second way I do it is I leave a note running. The third way is, you may think this is crazy, but I have a stack of post-its. And then while someone's talking, I'll just write a quick post-it note and I'll just stick it. And that way I can capture it later. I just want to get it out of my head so that I'm just capturing the chaos. If you're a post-it note kind of person, you can have it. Now, you have to, as soon as I'm done with the day, I process all my post-its. Otherwise, you're going to have 326 post-its on your note. And then now that's going to be more chaos and you don't want that. And last but not least, a lot of people just use a notebook. I have a notebook and I try I try to use a notebook when I'm outside the office. I don't use a notebook when I'm in the office because if I'm in the office, I'm in my setup. I'm in my setup. I can use my to-do list manager or I can use notes or I can use my post-it. I don't want one other artifact to capture. So normally when I'm out and about, I use like a notebook. Uh, but that's helpful too because as I'm, if I'm at a Starbucks and I'm at a, uh, and I'm, I'm working on a computer, I'll quickly just write a note on my notebook and I'll just retransfer those notes later. So but the most important is what I found out is that if you don't have a vehicle to capture chaos, then you'll never you'll never be able to stay focused and you'll always be distracted. And the, the dilemma between the two, you'll never be able to pull yourself apart from it. So uh, just to quickly recap, the dilemma of productivity is real and it's real because you're going to get distracted and distractions is a standard way of life. You also need to stay focused, but you can't do that without planning. So number one, start distracted. So give yourself a little time to start distracted. Number two, finish focused. So give yourself time to finish focused. And no matter what you're doing, always capture chaos. You need to have the ability to capture chaos. The The number one thing that is going to set an entrepreneur apart from being good to great is this idea of capturing chaos. If you do nothing else in your life and you just capture chaos and your, abil and your ability to capture chaos goes through the roof and you know that you can just sort through that chaos later, but you just capture it out of your head, your head is not an office. Your brain is not an office. Your brain is to do thinking activities, not to manage and remember things. Like it's just not built for that. Your your brain is built to make neuron-based connections, is to fire and create ideas, is to be creative, is to problem solve, is to think, is to, is to, is to build, is to imagine, is to engineer. None of that can happen when all you're trying to do is remember to pick up some milk, right? You don't want to do that. So number one, 
start distracted. Number two, finish focused. Number three, capture chaos. Those are that's my uh, quick way method for you to forever uh, beat the productivity dilemma. So hey, if this was helpful to you, just uh, can you do me a favor? Can you just screenshot this and tag me? Because I know that if you like this, maybe I'll make more like this for you. I have no interest in you spending extra amount of your time uh, liking, subscribing, or sharing. You're not going to do any of that because you're just going to go to the next podcast. I know you. It's okay, right? But but if you don't give me feedback, then me spending time creating content is going to not be helpful to you. So tell me what you like so that I make more of what you like. I hope the productivity dilemma was helpful to you and um, catch you on the next one. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10K Wisdom. It's raw, it's real, it's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So for the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com. I'll see you there.